Welcome to Conversations on Healthcare with Dr. Majid Siddiqui from Elmwood Immediate Care, 2949 Elmwood Avenue in Kenmore. Now, here's your host, Dr. Siddiqui. Shalom Aleichem means upon you be peace. Peace be with you which comes from Bible, John chapter 20 verse 19. Cognate with the Arabic language Assalamu Alaikum meaning the, that the peace be upon you. Our God is the same one and only God folks. Nobody would disagree that health is one of the greatest blessings of God. Prophet Muhammad said, after faith, no one is given anything better than well-being. Thus, the verses of Quran and saying of Prophet Muhammad contains innumerable principles in relation to protect health, which protects everyone equally and safeguard their health. Prophet Muhammad opposed so-called faith healing, he approved medicine that relies on study and experimentation. This is going back 1,445 years ago, folks. And he said, seeking to relate causes to the effect of any illness. About 12% or 1 in 8 women in the United States will develop breast cancer during their lifetime. It is the second most common cancer among U.S. women behind the skin cancer. Breast cancer occurs mostly in women who are 50 years old or older, but men can also develop breast cancer, folks. Each year in the United States, about 245,000 cases of breast cancer are, di are diagnosed in women and about 2,200 in men as well. Breast cancer is a disease in which the cells in the breast grow out of control and may form a tumor. There are different kinds of breast cancer. If the cancerous cells spread to the other parts of the body, the disease is called metastatic breast cancer. Although scientists have identified many risk factors that increase a woman's chance of developing breast cancer, experts tend to agree that breast cancer is caused by combination of genetic, hormonal, and environmental factors. Pink together, stronger forever. This slogan emphasizes the strength that comes from unity and collective action by rallying individuals worldwide to stand pink together. The campaign aims to create a lasting impact on breast cancer awareness and prevention. The song Pink was recorded by Dolly Parton, Monica, Jordan Sparks, Rita Wilson, Sarah Evans, 
as an anthem for breast cancer community. The moving lyrics and vocals provide breast cancer survivors, breast cancer patients and the loved ones with a hope for the future. understand that like another woman who has gone through it too. I will try here to converse as a physician, but only women with breast cancer can understand it better. But every woman needs to know the facts and the fact is when it comes to breast cancer, every woman is at risk. My brother's son lost his wife in her 30s, leaving behind very young son and a very young daughter. When someone has cancer, the whole family and everyone who loves them does it too, folks. Breast cancer 
is a disease in which malignant cancer cells form in the tissues of the breast. I repeat that breast cancer is the second most common type of cancer in American women. The breast is made up of lobes and ducts. Each breast has 15 to 20 sections called lobes, which have many smaller sections called lobules. Lobules end in dozens of tiny bulbs that can make milk. The lobes, lobules and bulbs are linked by thin tubes called ducts. Anatomy of the female breast, the nipple and the areola on the outside of the breast and the lymph nodes, lobes, lobules, ducts and other parts are inside of the breast. I need to emphasize breast cancer is the second most common type of cancer in American women. Women in the United States get breast cancer more than any other type of cancer except skin cancer. Breast cancer is second to lung cancer as a cause of cancer death in American women. Breast cancer rates in women increase gradually for many years until in early 2000s and then decrease rapidly, coinciding with the drop in postmenopausal hormone therapy use. Deaths from breast cancer has, have declined by 42% as of 2019. However, breast cancer deaths in black women remain 41% higher than white women. Breast cancer also occurs in men, but very small numbers. Now let me talk about breast cancer prevention. Avoiding risk factors and increasing protective factors may help prevent cancer. So the risk factors for breast can cancer are, I give you the points in the beginning of this conversation, so later on we can elab elaborate on each of those points. So I go over here a bit quickly, older age, increasing risk factor for breast cancer. A personal history of breast cancer or benign, that is non-cancer, breast disease, another risk factor. Dense breast tissue, in inherited risk of breast cancer, reproductive history resulting in greater exposure to estrogen, taking hormone therapy for symptoms of menopause, radiation therapy to the breast or chest, obesity, and drinking alcohol. Whether men or women, it is dangerous, folks. But in women, the risk of breast cancer is high. But I would go through each of these points a bit more elaborate uh, as we discuss each of those. The protective factors, those were the risk factors, are reproductive history resulting in less exposure to estrogen, and how that happens, I'll let you know. Breastfeeding, folks. Estrogen levels may remain lower while a woman is breastfeeding. Women who breastfeed have a lower risk of breast cancer than women who have had children but did not breastfeed. Taking selective estrogen receptor modulators or aromatase inhibitors in activators such as tamoxifen. Selective estrogen receptor modulator, aromatase inhibitors and inactivators, Evista. Risk reducing or prophylactic 
mastectomy or ovarian ablation that is removal of the breast and also of ovaries getting getting enough exercise i would speak on that it is now clear whether the following effect the risk of breast cancer hormonal contraceptives and chemicals in the environment avoiding risk factors and increasing protective factors may help prevent cancer avoiding ri- cancer risk factors may help prevent certain cancers risk factors include smoking being overweight and not getting enough exercise increasing protective factors such as quitting smoking and exercising also help prevent some cancers i will deal with each of these points a bit more but let's get into exercises let's get physical song of olivia newton john that has been played so many of so many times over this radio station and the other radio station it it has got its own charm
Well, let me come to those points that are raised before this song. I mentioned older age. Beside being a woman, older age is the main risk factor for breast cancer. The chance of getting breast cancer increases as a woman gets older. I'm talking of reproductive age group, folks. A 30-year-old woman has about 1 in 200 chance of being diagnosed with breast cancer in the next 10 years, while a 70-year-old woman has 1 in 25 chance of getting breast cancer. Women aged 50 to 69 years who have screening mammograms have a lower chance of dying from breast cancer than women who do not have screening mammograms. Screening by mammography decreases breast cancer mortality by identifying cases for development at an earlier stage. A personal history of breast cancer or benign, that is non-cancer breast disease, is also one of the risk factors. Women with any of the following have an increased risk of breast cancer. A personal history of invasive breast cancer Ductal carcinoma in situ, it is DCIS, or lobular carcinoma in situ, LCIS. A personal history of benign non-cancerous breast disease such as breast lumps, breast pain, nipple discharge, fat necrosis, mastitis, that is inflammation of the breast, is usually caused by infection of breast. Most commonly when women is breastfeeding a clogged milk duct that does not let milk fully drain from the breast. Engorged breast with milk and milk not drained out of the nipples can lead to infection, a risk for breast cancer. Always empty the breast of milk when breastfeeding. The other factors are inherited risk of breast cancers. Folks, if a relative has suffered breast cancer or ovarian cancer, get the genetic screening. It saves lives. Take it from me. Women with a family history of breast cancer in a first degree relative, that is mother, sister or daughter, have an increased risk of breast cancer. Women who have inherited changes in their breast cancer genes, BRCA1 and BRCA2, BR stand for breast and CA for cancer. Gene 1 and 2, BRCA1 and BRCA2 genes or in certain other genes have a higher risk of breast cancer. The risk of breast cancer caused by inherited gene changes depends on the type of gene mutation, family history of cancer and other factors. I read uh, a recently editorial journal of uh, clinical oncology that stated that we must first remember is that the immune system is designed or designated to detect foreign invaders and avoid out own cells. With few exceptions, the immune system does not appear to recognize the cancer as foreign bodies when it comes to breast cancer. You're listening to Conversations on Healthcare with Dr. Majid Sadiqi from Elmwood Immediate Care, 2949 Elmwood Avenue in Kenmore. Call 716-800-3040. Hometown WLVL, 1340 AM. 
For all your health care needs, trust Elmwood Immediate Care and Family Physicians. With 37 years of experience, Dr. Majid Siddiqui cares for patients of all ages. From pediatrics to geriatrics, you'll be seen by medical doctors with on-site state-of-the-art machinery for emergency or routine care. Located at 2949 Elmwood across from Kenmore Mercy, walk-ins are welcome, most insurance accepted. Payment options are available. Call 716-800-3040 for Elmwood Immediate Care and Family Physicians. Let's get back to Conversations on Healthcare with Dr. Majid Siddiqui from Elmwood Immediate Care in Kenmore. Once again, Dr. Siddiqui. Women who have dense, dense breast tissue. Having a breast tissue that is dense on mammogram is a factor in breast cancer risk. The level of risk depends on how dense the breast tissue is. Women with very dense breasts have a higher risk of breast cancer than women with lower Breast density. Well, the fashionable appearance of the breast is to have a dense breast. That's not going well with the breast cancer. Increased breast density is often an inherited trait too. But it may also occur in women who have not had children, have a first pregnancy late in life, take postmenopausal hormones or drink alcohol. Reproductive history resulting in greater exposure to estrogen. How does it happen? The general lifestyle of successful women in the modern world is another fallacy to gain career first before having children. Very common in our country, United States of America. Estrogen is a hormone made by the body. It helps the body develop and maintain female sex characters or characteristics. Being exposed to estrogen over a long time may increase the risk of breast cancer. Estrogen levels are highest during the years a woman is menstruating. The following factors in a woman's reproductive history increase the length of time her breast tissue is exposed to estrogen and may increase the risk of breast cancer. Early onset of menstruation, beginning to have menstrual periods before the age of 12, which is very common in this nation, increases the number of years the breast tissue is exposed to estrogen. Starting menopause at a later age, so the reproductive span is longer. The more years a woman menstruates, the longer her breast tissue is exposed to estrogen. Pressures of modern world demand to build career, get women into all these pressures of jobs, career, exposes them more to breast cancer than anything. Older age at birth or first child or never having given birth is another risk factor. Pregnancy lowers a woman's lifetime number of menstrual cycles. Breast tissue is exposed to more estrogen for longer periods of time in women which become pregnant for the first time after the age of 35 or who never become pregnant is a risk factor. Now let me talk to you about taking hormone therapy for symptoms of menopause. This has caused problems, folks. We know that hormones such as estrogen and progesterone can be made into a pill form in a pharmaceutical lab. Estrogen, progesterone, or both may be given to replace the estrogen, no longer made by the ovaries in postmenopausal women or women who have had their ovaries removed. This is called hormone replacement therapy. Uh, doctors, in short, says HRT or hormone therapy, HT. 
hold on women. Estrogen therapy that began close to the time of menopause is associated with increased risk of developing breast cancer. Estrogen therapy that began at or after menopause is associated with increased risk of developing also the endometrial cancer, the lining of the uterus, and total cardiovascular disease, especially stroke. The risk of hormone replacement is estrogen combined with progestin. This type of this mixed hormone therapy increases the risk of breast cancer. Studies show that when women stop taking estrogen combined with progestin, the risk of breast cancer decreases. Now, when it comes to x-rays, radiation therapy to the breast or chest. Radiation therapy to the chest for the treatment of cancer increases the risk of breast cancer too, folks. Starting 10 years after the treatment, the risk of breast cancer depends on dose of radiation and the age at which it is given. The risk is highest if the radiation treatment was used during puberty when breasts are forming. Be very careful, sisters. Going for chest x-ray, ironically, that the radiation therapy to treat cancer is in one breast or does not appear to increase the risk of cancer in the other breast when we are talking of treatment and exposure to the x-rays. For women who have inherited changes in their cancer genes, BRCA1 and BRCA2, exposure to radiation such as that from chest x-rays may further increase the risk of breast cancer, especially in women who were x-rayed before the age of 20 years. I'm very careful in my clinic to do chest x-rays on younger women. Of course, they need to rule out pregnancy as well. Now, it, uh, the other point that I raised in the beginning of this uh, show was obesity. Obesity in women is also a risk factor, folks. Cut down on all those goodies, that, those eatables you love, sisters. Obesity increases the risk of breast cancer, especially in postmenopausal women who have not used hormone replacement therapy too. Drinking alcohol. Drinking alcohol increases the risk of breast cancer, sisters. The level of risk rises as the amount of alcohol consumed rises. Sisters, alcohol is no good for you that you may love. You have to look in terms of the scientific data that I provide in this program. Now let me converse on the protective factors for breast cancer. I repeat to emphasize this point. Early pregnancy, estrogen levels are lower during pregnancy, right? In one study, women who had full-term pregnancy before age 20 has a lower risk of breast cancer than women who did not have children or have gave birth to their first child after the age of 35 years. Most importantly, the other point that I raised is breastfeeding. Breastfeeding is an excellent that the God provided you folks. Estrogen levels may remain lower while a woman is breastfeeding. Women who breastfeed have a lower risk of breast cancer than women who, had, who have had children but did not breastfeed. This has been a fashion in, in the Western world, especially in my country, United States of America, putting newborns on powdered milk from the tins. 
neonates does not get the acquired natural immunity and it is, does not protect the moms. some wonderful drugs in the market, folks. Taking selective estrogen receptor modulators or aromatase inhibitors and inactivators. The names are tamoxifen and reloxifen belong to the family of drugs called selective 
estrogen receptor modulators, in short, SERMS. The selective estrogen receptor modulator act like estrogen on some tissue in the body but block the effect of estrogen on other tissues. Treatment with tamoxifen lowers the risk of estrogen receptor positive, ER positive, breast cancer and ductal carcinoma in situ in premenopausal and postmenopausal women at high risk. Tamoxifen is also used to treat metastatic breast cancer and to prevent cancer from recurring after surgery to remove breast tumors. Treatment with raloxifen also lowers the risk of breast cancer in postmenopausal women. With either drug, the reduced risk lasts for several years or longer after treatment has stopped. Lower rates of broken bones have been noted in patients taking raloxifen. So it also helps in the osteoporosis that sets in women having fractures of hip and other joints. But at the same time, we, by law, as a physician, also to mention the side effects of every medicine. Taking tamoxifen increases the risk of heart flashes, endometrial cancer, stroke, cataracts, and blood clots, especially in the lungs and legs. The risk of having these problems increases markedly in women older than 50 years compared with younger women. Women younger than 50 years who have a high risk of breast cancer may benefit the most from taking tamoxifen. The risk of endometrial cancer lasts for five years after tamoxifen is stopped, but the risk of cataracts or blood clot does not last long at all. Taking raloxifen increases the risk of blood clots in the lungs and legs, but does not appear to increase the risk of endometrial cancer. In Postmenopausal women with osteoporosis, that is decreased bone density, raloxifen lowers the risk of breast cancer for women who have a high or low risk of breast cancer. It is not known if raloxifen would have the same effect in women who do not have osteoporosis. Selective estrogen receptor modulators are studied, research, and there's going to be very good news coming out soon, folks. Talking of aromatase inhibitors and inactivators are aromatase inhibitors are anestrozole, letrozole, and inactivators are eczemastain. Lower the risk of recurrence of new breast cancers in women who have a history of breast cancer. Aromatase inhibitors also decrease the risk of breast cancer in women with following conditions that is postmenopausal women with a personal history of breast cancer. Postmenopausal folks should not worry too much. There's much advances in science now. Women with no personal history of breast cancer who are 60 years and older have a history of ductal carcinoma in situ with mastectomy or have a high risk of breast cancer based on Gale model tool, a tool used to estimate the risk of breast cancer to have decreased decreased risk. The mechanism is as follows. In women with an increased risk of breast cancer, taking aromatase inhibitors decreases the amount of estrogen made by the body. Before menopause, estrogen is made by ovaries and other tissues in women's body. It's not just the ovaries, sisters, that produces estrogen. The other areas are including the brain. Yes, the brain produces estrogen, Fat tissue does and skin does. 
After menopause, the ovaries stop making estrogen, but the other tissues do not. Aromatase inhibitors block the action of an enzyme called inactivators, which is used to make all of the body estrogen. Aromatase in inactivators stop the enzyme from working. So all this research work shows that we are getting in control of most of the problems faced by you sisters. Now for the side effects of collateral damage that I need to mention. Like every drug carries that kind of a warning that doesn't make the naturopaths give an upper hand and say our medication gives no side effects. Come on. Even drinking too much water or standing in the sun can cause problems. Everything has side effects. We have to be moderate in that. So anyway, with due apologies to the naturopaths, I have to mention possible harms from taking aromatase inhibitors include muscle and joint pain, osteoporosis, hot flashes, and feeling very tired. Risk-reducing or prophylactic mastectomy, that is surgically removing the breast to protect getting breast cancer. Some women who have high risk of breast cancer may choose to have a risk-reducing or prophylactic mastectomy I've seen in my practice. The removal of one or more breasts when there are no signs of cancer. After surgery, the risk of breast cancer becomes much lower in these women and most feel less anxious about the risk of breast cancer. Some women diagnosed with breast cancer may decide to have a healthy breast removed at the same time the breast with cancer is removed. This is called contralateral prophylactic mastectomy. However, it is very important to have risk cancer risk assessment and counseling about the different ways to prevent breast cancer before making such major decisions about surgery. I have seen in my practice this gender dysphoria. Some of the young women getting their breast removed for transgendering into male. Some other time in my conversation, I'll come on this very complex issue, folks. Breasts are not to be removed for such reasons. Anyway, coming to ovarian ablation, taking off the ovaries. The ovaries make most of the estrogen that is made by the body. Treatment that stop or lower the amount of estrogen made by the ovaries includes surgery to remove the ovaries, radiation therapy, or taking certain drugs. This is called ovarian ablation. Premenopausal women who have a high risk of breast cancer due to certain changes in the breast cancer gene 1 and 2. BRCA1 and BRCA2 genes may choose to have a risk-reducing ophorectomy, that is removal of both ovaries when there are no signs of cancer. This decreases the amount of estrogen made by the body and lowers the risk of breast cancer. Risk-reducing ophorectomy also lowers the risk of breast cancer in average risk premenopausal women and in women with an increased risk of breast cancer due to radiation to the chest. However, it is very important to have a cancer risk assessment and counseling before making this decision, folks. These are very serious decisions that you have to find pros and cons and work with your doctor who specializes in breast cancer. The sudden drop in estrogen level may cause the symptoms of menopause to begin, and these include hot flashes, trouble sleeping, anxiety, and depression. Long-term effects include decreased sex drive, vaginal dryness and decreased bone density. Getting enough exercise, which is well under, the, uh, under your control, remind you of exercising 
once again, sisters. You're listening to Conversations on Healthcare with Dr. Majid Siddiqui from Elmwood Immediate Care, 2949 Elmwood Avenue in Kenmore. Call 716-800-3040. Hometown WLVL, 1340 AM. For all your health care needs, trust Elmwood Immediate Care and Family Physicians. With 37 years of experience, Dr. Majid Siddiqui cares for patients of all ages. From pediatrics to geriatrics, you'll be seen by medical doctors with on-site state-of-the-art machinery for emergency or routine care. Located at 2949 Elmwood across from Kenmore Mercy, walk-ins are welcome, most insurance accepted. Payment options are available. Call 716-800-3040 for Elmwood Immediate Care and Family Physicians. Let's get back to Conversations on Healthcare with Dr. Majid Siddiqui from Elmwood Immediate Care in Kenmore. Once again, Dr. Siddiqui. Now let's listen to Martina McBride, A Broken Wing, in the light of mastectomy or in light of oophorectomy. I was diagnosed in May of 2006, April 15th, tax day. That when you're diagnosed with cancer, everybody around you is diagnosed as well. At that point, you realize just how much someone means to you. All I wanted to do was to live to raise my children. She dropped the phone and burst into tears. The doctor just confirmed her fears. Her husband held it in and held her tight. Cancer don't discriminate or care if you're just 38 with three kids who need you in their lives. He said, I know that you're afraid and I am too, but you'll never be
lucky. I have a family that is incredibly supportive. This was my safe haven. It was like, you know, God and angels right there with us. I appreciate all of my caretakers that took so good, good, good care of me, and that was you, Daddy. <laughs> I love Those who deny environmental degradation as one of the reasons, and all those folks who talks uh, uh, against of pro-fossil fuels. Let me bring in some environmental effect on breast cancer. Scientists and other experts believe prevention strategies are the best way to try to stop breast cancer before it starts. By, by taking care of environment we live in, Breast cancer is something that is well-documented related to the environmental issues. Women with sisters who had breast cancer may have genetic profiles of breast cancer genes 1 and 2, BRCA1 and BRCA2, that makes them twice as likely to develop breast cancer themselves. The study design offers the ability to identify environmental exposures over the life course that increases the chance of developing breast cancer and to identify how genes and the environment interact to increase the risk. In addition to breast cancer, there's a study called Sister Study has discovered other important information related to women's health. The Sister Study commemorates its 20th anniversary in 2023, which is coming to an end. Some findings from this study now I like to present to you diet and exercise. These researchers have found that vitamin D may protect against breast cancer, including black, African-American, and non-black, Hispanic, and Latina women. The National Institute of Environmental Health Sciences, NIEHS, researchers found women with low vitamin D levels have a higher risk of breast cancer than those with sufficient vitamin D levels. And postmenopausal women who had higher levels of vitamin D in their blood or who reported taking vitamin D supplement least four times a week had lower rates of breast cancer. In women with family history of breast cancer, physical activity, that is seven or more hours per week, was associated with reduced breast cancer risk in postmenopausal women too. This result is consistent with other studies finding a link between more physical activity and reduced chance of breast cancer. Now for the air pollution. Sister study researchers found that women who lived in areas with higher levels of lead, mercury, and cadmium in air pollution had a greater chance of developing postmenopausal breast cancer. They also found that higher levels of nitrogen dioxide, which is a component of air pollution related to traffic, was associated with increased breast cancer risk. The traffic of LA, New York City, Toronto, well... 
that can cause problems, folks. Now, let me talk about radon gas that sweeps into homes and office buildings through the cracks in the foundation, walls, and joints. Radon gas, which occurs naturally in the environment, can break down into radioactive particles that can mix with air pollutants. Researchers found that exposure to these airborne radioactive particles was associated with a higher risk of estrogen receptor negative breast cancer, ER negative breast cancer. Researchers evaluated whether dioxins in the air may be associated with breast cancer risk. Publicly available data on industrial emissions at facilities located near the participants' homes were used to estimate dioxin exposure levels. They found that long-term exposure to airborne, airborne dioxin emissions within two miles of participants' residences was associated with increased risk of breast cancer. This association was strongest for emission from municipal solid waste facilities. This finding indicates that living in proximity to industrial emission is linked to higher breast cancer rates. Indoor activity. Air quality is another concern. Burning wood or natural gas indoors in the cold weathers, at least once a week, was associated with modestly higher risk of breast cancer, folks. Now, all the appear conscious, appearance-conscious women, I like to come to very personal level of hair products. Another interest area by this sister study researchers these products have potential for long-term health effects due to certain chemicals in them. Looking beautiful, of course, is really good, but you need to know this information. Women who regularly use their hair straighteners and dye were 9% more likely than women who did not to develop breast cancer. Among black women using permanent dyes every five to eight weeks or more was associated with 60% increased chance of developing breast cancer as compared with 8% increased risk for white women. Researchers looked at the hair product used during adolescence and found that frequent use of straighteners and perms may be associated with increased breast cancer risk later in life, particularly prior to menopause. This research suggests that some chemicals in such products may be harmful to health even when used decades before. Breast cancer genetic risk, I have said previously too, but I'll give a different knowledge here now. Often refers to how the genes a woman is born with can influence her chance of getting breast cancer. However, as researchers showed, breast cancer may also be affected by naturally occurring changes to DNA, deoxyribonucleic acid, known as methylation, that occur after birth. Women who develop breast cancer after joining the study were more likely to have changes in DNA methylation than those who did not have breast cancer, as seen in blood samples collected for the study. A risk prediction score may improve how women who are at higher risk for developing breast cancer can be identified. This risk score is based on individual, 
individual changes to DNA methylation associated with breast cancer risk, as well as multiple DNA methylation clocks associated with aging, morbidity, mortality risk, as well as breast cancer, though this method returned promising results. Further investigation and replication is needed to see if it will be useful in clinical setting. Chronological age and biological age. Chronological age is the leading risk factor for breast cancer. National Institute of Environmental Health Sciences scientists found that measures of biological aging based on combination of DNA methylation changes, known as methylation age clocks. We have all got clocks in the body, folks. When we are going to kick the bucket is based on how the clock is running. Maybe tied to environmental exposures and the likelihood of developing breast cancer. The researchers later found that women who received breast cancer treatment, particularly radiation therapy, were biologically older than the women who were never diagnosed with breast cancer. Now, one more thing, nighttime light from inside the bedroom or shining in from outside the residence is thought to increase the risk of breast cancer by disrupting the body's natural 24-hour circadian rhythms, which serve as a wide variety of biological functions. Sleeping with a television on or at least one light on in the bedroom was associated with small. That is about 9% increase in breast cancer risk, folks. Like a small boat on the ocean Sending big waves into motion Like how a single word can make a heart open I might only have one match But I can make an explosion And all those things I didn't say Were wrecking balls inside my brain I will scream loud tonight Can you Lastly, folks, with breast cancer, it's all about detection. You have to educate young women and encourage them to do everything they have to do. The only thing we have to fear is fear itself. So the only thing to be really afraid of is if you don't go get your mammograms. Don't delegate your survival to the doctors and hope for the best. You have to participate in your own cure. You have to fight, ladies.
For those who do not know that I come every third Monday of every month, the next month, third Monday is February 19, 2024, folks. You've been listening to Conversations on Healthcare with Dr. Majid Siddiqui from Elmwood Immediate Care, 2949 Elmwood Avenue in Kenmore. Call 716-800-3040. Hometown WLVL, 1340 AM. For all your health care needs, trust Elmwood Immediate Care and Family Physicians. With 37 years of experience, Dr. Majid Siddiqui cares for patients of all ages. From pediatrics to geriatrics, you'll be seen by medical doctors with on-site state-of-the-art machinery for emergency or routine care. Located at 2949 Elmwood across from Kenmore Mercy, walk-ins are welcome, most insurance accepted. Payment options are available. Call 716-800-3040 for Elmwood Immediate Care and Family Physicians.